Um, I love to dwell again on this letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Seek the things that are above. I think the image of Christians is uh, those disciples after the ascension who have their eyes raised up to heaven. I guess the angel told them not to stand there looking at the sky for too long, right? But Christians have their eyes set on heaven, the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. St. Paul tells us to set our minds on the things that are above. Uh, What would that look like for us? To be contemplating, to be imagining, to be considering the things of heaven. Maybe we say to ourselves, well, we don't really know what heaven is like. Sometimes we imagine heaven to be like uh, a more wonderful version of earth. I think we need to accept that heaven is far beyond what we can imagine. But certainly, what we do know about heaven is that it, it means union with God. It means being able to see him face to face, being with Christ, with Mary, with all the saints, with our loved ones who have passed away. So heaven is a place of communion and of love and of unity, a place where joy and peace reigns, where relationships are, are close and warm and full of love, where there is no hatred and no division. So consider that for a little bit. And then if you go on reading the rest of this text of the Colossians, you realize that that's what St. Paul is talking about. Right after saying that we should contemplate the things of heaven, he goes on to describe all all of the opposite things on earth that we should not think about. All of the evil things that we need to rid our lives of. Passion, evil desire, anger, wrath, malice, slander. All of the things that divide us from each other, that separate us, that ruin our relationships, are the things of earth. The opposite of the things of heaven that we're supposed to contemplate and raise our minds to. Perhaps contemplating a life like that helps us to make our lives on earth now a little bit more like that. I love how his, his uh, letter is so full of uh, the centrality of Christ, having Christ at the center. Your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you will also be revealed with him in glory. Christ is our life. No less than that. He's everything to us. And at the end of this text, when he talks about that unity between people, there's no longer Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, There's no longer slave or free, but Christ is all in all. Christ is all in all. He is really at the center of our lives. He really has to be at the center of our lives. So I think that raising our mind to things that are above means raising our mind to Christ, filling our mind with him, with thoughts of him, how he lived his life, how he lives his life now, the great things that he does for us. Let us try to fill our minds with that as much as we can.